Hello and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with. All right, so let's get started today. In today's episode, which is our episode three, we're going to be talking all things Agile. I am super excited. I bet you're also excited because if you're new to Agile, you're probably wondering, like, what is all the fuss about Agile? What is Agile? You know, how did Agile even come to be? What is the evolution of Agile? And why is there a need for Scrum Masters, which is, you know, very fascinating? We're going to be discussing all of that. So we're going to walk through the history, what Agile is what Agile software development is, and what Agile frameworks we have out there. So hopefully, at the end of this episode, you leave with a little more knowledge and all of that confusion about the whole concepts that's, you know, you start getting some bit of clarity. So I'm super excited, and I hope you're excited too. So what is it about Agile that is so fascinating that everyone wants to be a part of it? I mean, Every organization wants to be an agile organization. And that's why there's so much need for scrum masters and product owners, just because those are key roles in the agile um, industry and in the agile frameworks that are out there. You know, even for some of you who are listening right now, you know, some of you are like excited to be a part of this whole agile boss, just because there's so much noise about it out there. There is possibly, you know, less than maybe 50%. Let me be safe that is probably not an agile organization at this point, you know, and when I say agile organization, I mean, practicing some type of agile framework, you know, they might not be doing it perfectly well, you know, that's conversation for another day, right? But a lot of them are practicing some type of framework and, you know, everyone is just trying to be agile. But, you know, before we even go into the organizations becoming agile, let's kind of step back a bit and just try to understand how did all of this start? Like what gave birth to agile software development? You know, so basically in the nineties, for those of you who are very new to this, um, to this um, industry and to this concept, this would be very beneficial to you. In the nineties, the software development industry, as I would like to call it, faced a major crisis. And this crisis was popularly known at the time as application development crisis. And at this time, it was estimated that between the time when an organization says there's a reason for us to do this, we have this need, we have to solve this problem. And the time that an actual application got into production, it took about three years, right? So let me break this down to you. So let's assume that I am an organization and I am trying to develop a new application for my business because there's a need for it. From the time that I validate that business need up until when that application actually goes live, where I can actually use it or my customers can use it, it used to take anywhere from three years or more. And this led to a lot of frustration with, you know, the community, with people, with organizations and the leaders at the time, because when this application actually went live, it was either no longer relevant or it was just obsolete. So let's, let's bring it to real life where it begins to make more sense for you. So let's imagine that an organization that makes phones says, hey, this year we want our phone to be able to 
allow our users read emails, right? I know our phones already do that, but trying to keep it very simple. And so we start developing a software or an application that will enable users read their emails on their phone. And it took about three years or it takes about three years for this application to come to life. At that time in the 90s, and I'm sure some of you, if you're like the 90s babies, can probably recall that we were getting closer to the, you know, the dot-com boom where everything was just like internet-led and everyone just wanted to be on the internet. And so at that time, the market need was really racing and consumer needs were changing. So let's assume that as an organization, you wanted to be able to serve your customers and allow them to read emails on their phone. But by the time you were ready to launch that feature, the world had already started using social media. And so emails was not longer the in thing. And people just wanted to be on social media and have Instagram on their phone and all that other kind of stuff. So when you launched email, it was already late because the world had moved and they wanted other things. And so maybe another organization that launched the social media was able to partner with maybe your competitor and they were able to launch social media. And that was the in thing that everybody wanted on their phone. And you, company A, is not able to provide that. So that really became frustrating for a lot of people. And this is just me giving you a bit of background so you can understand the why behind Agile. And it's super important for you to understand the why because then you can coach your teams to explain and also make them understand why we're using this framework, the benefit of this framework and how it's supposed to help the way we work and help us deliver, you know, quality products and make us um, even more effective. So the major problem in the 90s was the fact that business moved faster than what organizations were delivering. So three years was definitely too long for us to deliver new products in the market because things were just changing so quickly. And that left a lot of products to be wasteful, a lot of products to be obsolete or no longer needed. And so at that time, the thought leaders started looking for an alternative. Like we can't keep working this way. This is clearly not working for us. You know, what else can we do? You know, how can we solve this major problem? And really all of that frustrations led like, the thought leaders and some of the agile leaders that we have today to really come up with, you know, processes and frameworks that we now celebrate today as agile framework, you know, so it's important for us to understand, you know, the genesis of how agile came to be. And honestly, a lot of people out there really think that Agile started in 2001 with the Agile Manifesto, but that's not when it started. It started before then, because it was those thought leaders who had already started developing different frameworks. And I started experimenting with those in their organizations that actually came together to say, hey, you were designing this, you were doing this and you were doing that. Let's see what similarities exist and what differences exist. And so in 2001 was when you had like 17 of those leaders come together to kind of like discuss, you know, share knowledge and collaborate to say, hey, Clearly, you know, the practices that we were used to like 30, 40 years ago, it's not working. And I see you're doing this and I'm doing that. Let's rub minds together and see 
what all of this is. So in 2001 was when Agile actually became codified, where it became Agile software development. But before then, Scrum had already started existing because in 1995, we had the creators of Scrum who spoke about the concept in a conference. So there was already Scrum before 2001. There was already all those other practices before 2001, but they were just loosely practiced in different organizations. So it wasn't like there was a buddy, you know, like we have today that or an umbrella as we have today. And so understanding the evolution of Agile actually helps you really understand, oh, so this is what led to Agile software development. This is what led to everyone racing towards becoming Agile just because of the frustrations that we experienced back in the day. Just to bring it all together, Back in the day, the way that we used to work was called a relay approach. And it was the projects management style where we also call that the traditional or waterfall approach or methods. And the um, traditional approach basically worked in a relay approach where you had to plan. And then after planning, you kind of implement. After you implement, you test and then you launch the market. Now, this was very expensive, most especially to software organizations, just because a mistake was really costly, right? It was super expensive for us to correct a mistake. And this led to a lot of waste that we experienced in the market, which led to the frustrations that many people experienced. So this frustration was what led to the now famous meeting we all hear about that happened in 2001, which gave birth to the Agile Manifesto. But before then, it's important for you to know that Scrum and those frameworks also existed, but they were loosely coupled and loosely experimented in different organizations. But 2001 was when it became codified. And that's why if you follow my story, then the Agile Manifesto begins to make sense to you because I'm sure that if you read the Agile Manifesto without having this history, you're wondering like, what is we're uncovering better ways of developing software by doing it and helping others do it, right? You're probably wondering like, what's all, what's all of that all about? But when you understand that there was a previous way of working, which we call the traditional approach or the waterfall approach, and now we're moving towards something else, it begins to make sense why in the manifesto it's written that we're uncovering better ways of developing software by doing it and helping others to do it. With the manifesto, they agree that individuals and interactions were more important than processes and tools. And the previous way of working, which is commonly called the traditional way of working, was a heavyweight process that relied heavily on processes and tools. And so with Agile Manifesto, there is a lot of focus on individuals and interactions over processes and tools. There's a lot of focus on working software over comprehensive documentation. There is a lot of focus over customer collaboration, over contract negotiation. There is a lot of focus over responding to change over following a plan. And that was because processes and tools, comprehensive documentation, contract negotiation, and following a plan were characteristics of the traditional approach of working, which had failed them, right? So when they were looking for alternatives and started exploring other ways of working, they noticed that individuals and interactions, working software, customer collaboration, and responding to change was very important and it was needed for them to succeed in this new dispensation where you had market needs racing uncontrollably, right? So now I'm sure 
that you can also see the sense in it. Oh, so this was what was going on. This was what was not working. And this was the problem that Agile tried to solve. And that's what really gave back to the Agile software development. And so those four principles or those four values became the foundation for Agile software development. And those four values are accompanied with 12 principles that we're not going to go through here today. So this is just giving you an history of Agile and definitely you can go through the principles to kind of give you a bit more meaning into it. We probably might have another episode that might be focused on explaining each of those principles and values, but just you understanding the history of Agile is super helpful because now you understand where we are coming from, the problem we're trying to solve and why we're here today. So now that we've kind of gone through the history, now let's go to Agile. So what is Agile? Agile is the ability to create and respond to change. It's a way of dealing with and ultimately succeeding in an uncertain environment. And so just going back to the history, because things were moving at a much faster pace, the environment wasn't predictable anymore. And the old ways of working was not working for the software industry, right? So it was needed and it was concluded that for us to succeed in this new dispensation, we have got to be agile. We have to be able to respond to change when it happens. We have to be able to collaborate. And so all of that gave back to Agile, right? But now let's take it a step further. What is Agile software development in itself? The Agile software development basically is a set of methods and practices where solutions evolve through collaboration between self-organizing and cross-functional teams. Now, Let's take it back a bit. And that's why I said it's so important for you to understand the history, right? Back in the day with the traditional approach, there was a relay way of working, which meant that a step had to be concluded before the next step was activated, before the next step was activated, right? And so the people who completed the first step were completely different from the people involved in the second step, completely different from the third step. And so that also contributed to the failure because there were too many handoffs. And sometimes it was difficult for the next step to really understand what the previous step did. And it was also very expensive for you to take you back to the previous step because the first step had concluded their work. And so now they're throwing it down for you to continue your own work. And if you didn't understand or there were lots of mistakes, it became super expensive and it was just really out of place. And so with the whole Agile concept, it was necessary for all of the steps to come together and work as one team so that there can be increased collaboration, right? There could be individuals and interactions where all of us that are working on the different steps understand what we are doing. And it's easy for us to go back and forth to say, hey, what did you do? Can you walk me through? Okay, this is what I'm doing. These are the errors I find. And it was easier for us to actually develop software that way. And so agile software development is just those sets of methods and practices where solutions actually just evolve through the collaboration of all of those individuals. And those teams are self-organizing and they're cross-functional. I want you to know that agile software development is much more than frameworks, right? Because I'm sure when you go online, when you probably type agile, you probably see Scrum or scaled agile or any of those popular buzzwords come out. But agile software development is definitely much more than those frameworks. And it's much more than the practices you're probably going to 
hear about. Agile software development is an umbrella term for a set of frameworks and practices that are based on the values and principles expressed in the Agile Manifesto. And that's why Scrum and XP and FDD are all frameworks under the Agile Manifesto. Hope that is making sense and hope you're following really closely. Now, what are the key things about Agile software? For you to operate in an Agile space, it has to involve iterative approach to product delivery. You can't walk in a relay approach and say that you're doing Agile, right? You have to walk in a closed circus where you are interacting, you're collaborating, and the team is cross-functional, right? Another key characteristics of Agile software development is that products are built incrementally, right? Gone are the days where we want to plan upfront and then deliver and implement and then test before we kind of like push it to production. We want to build all of that incrementally where we build a small part we get feedback from the customers, the customers okay it, or the representative of the customer gives us an okay, right? Also, with Agile, the requirements and the solutions evolve through collaboration between the self-organized teams, right? Because when we're planning upfront, we can't know all of the circumstance, all the situations. We can't know all the use cases. And all of those naturally evolve with time as we've realized. And so Agile creates that environment for us to collaborate and evolve our solutions while we're doing the work. And so those are some of the key themes of the Agile software development. Now, the next question you're probably asking yourself is, so why Agile? I'm sure you probably can answer a few few of that by now. Like, okay, it makes sense for us to kind of go Agile because the old ways were not working. But what is the benefit of actually building our products in an agile way. The key things or the key benefits is the fact that working in an agile way helps us deliver our solutions faster just because of the way we work. The product meets the end user needs because back in the day, remember I spoke about how from the time we started building to the time when we released the production, the time frame was too long and the product was no longer needed or it was no longer useful, or it was just a waste of time, right? And so working in an agile fashion allowed us to build products that will meet the end user needs. Also, it allowed us to build quality products. It definitely allowed us to eliminate waste and reduce costs because now we're not building the wrong products. We're building products that we know that the customer definitely wants. And it helps us manage changing priorities. Like in the traditional approach, it's so difficult for you to manage change. Now, there is a way to manage change. I'm not saying that change is not managed because there's a change management process, but it was super long just because the depth of work that had gone into it was a lot that you had to actually have a change management process where people will have to estimate the cost of the change, if it was worth it and all that kind of stuff. And given the fact that a lot of products are driven by cost and time, a lot of times people will be like, you know what, just leave with it. We spent too much for us to make a U-turn. But with agile software development, it was much easier for us to make a U-turn because we only built a fraction. So it's easier for you to throw away a fraction or for you to adapt a fraction then you adapt in like a whole mile, 
right? So it just makes sense. And so that's why Agile became the in thing because it just helped us to manage changing priorities. And it really helped organizations become really competitive because the way we were beginning to build products helped us deliver the right products quicker into the hands of the customer, which meant that customers could buy our products even quicker. We could get return on our investments and he, we were on top and we were the one reigning, right? So now that we've kind of gone through what Agile is and what Agile software development is, what are the Agile frameworks that are out there? Because as a Scrum Master, you need to know what the Agile frameworks are because depending on the organization that you work for, they might be practicing different frameworks. So it is your responsibility to know what frameworks exist. Obviously, there are some frameworks that are more popular than others, but it's good for you to kind of know what frameworks exist out there. So, of course, I'm sure by now, you know that the most popular framework out there is, anybody want to take a guess? Scrum, yes, you got it. So if you thought about Scrum, Scrum is actually the most popular framework out there. Scrum, so we have Scrum, we have Kanban, which you probably must have heard about. We have XP, which is called Extreme Programming. We have Crystal. We have Feature-Driven Development. We have Adaptive Software Development. We have Dynamic System Development Methods. And I think those are like the popular ones I kind of know. Now, some are even more popular than others, right? So Scrum definitely tops the list. Kanban is kind of like next on the list. You have XP on the list. You have Feature-Driven Development, which is also real popular Crystal is not as popular. Like I've never worked in my 10 years, over 10 years of working. I've never been in an organization that used Crystal. So, um, but definitely um, I learned about it, but never, never done that. Also, there's the dynamic system development methods. Those are some of those um, engineering practices out there that are really more popular with like, you know, the software developers and stuff like that. So those are like the key frameworks that are out there. And these frameworks are focused on teams. Now, when organizations started adapting Agile and those frameworks exist, we soon discovered that there were some products that we were developing. The one team could not deliver on that product. You know, it was so huge that we needed to have multiple teams work on this product at the same time. And this gave back to scaled frameworks, right? So you have the regular frameworks, which is Scrum and Kanban and XP and whatnot. And so now we have the scaling frameworks, which the most popular framework out of that is, can you take a guess? One, two, three, four. If you mention SAFE or Scaled Agile, then you got it. So SAFE is really popular out there. Like, I don't know what SAFE did, but almost every organization out there is sold out on SAFE. So you have SAFE, which is a Scaled Agile framework as one of the most popular frameworks out there. You have Scrum at Scale, which is also a very nice framework, really popular out there also. You have less.works, less um, framework which is another scaling framework. We have Nexus, which is another scaling framework. And I think we also have um, Discipline Agile, which has like a scaled version of it. But Discipline Agile is not so popular. I've also never been in any organization that kind of practice that. 
um, safe and from a scale less nexus. I've definitely been in organizations that have practiced um, all of that. So those are the popular frameworks that are out there. So let's do a recap. We have the agile frameworks, which are focused on the teams. And then we have the scaling frameworks, which are focused on multiple teams working on a product. So you've got to know the difference because there's clearly a difference. So now you are a scrum master. Don't be deceived by the word scrum in your title. You are not just limited to knowing scrum. You have to know more than scrum because imagine that you join an organization and they're not even practicing scrum, right? They're practicing Kanban or another framework. The title of the role is just scrum master. And I feel like the industry has not gotten past that, right? So they haven't found another word. So they keep it as scrum, even though your role definitely will expand beyond scrum, right? Also, you might be supporting a team that is part of a bigger team, right? A team of teams where you have to be using a scaling framework in that organization. And so it's important for you to know the scaling frameworks that are out there. And that's why as you start your journey and you begin to read, there are certifications that are at the team level, which is the certified scrum master or the professional scrum master or like the safe agilist or safe scrum master. There is also like certifications at the skilled level that you also want to kind of like be privy to so that you know how to operate in this environment, depending on what your organization is doing. And so um, it's important for you to just know as you begin your journey, that even though you want to really understand Scrum, once you have that understanding of Scrum and you started practicing, you want to start extending your knowledge and expanding beyond the realms of Scrum, because that's really important for your role. I don't know how much I've spent, how much time I've spent today, but definitely I think we've spent um, a long time and I would like to bring this podcast to a close. So just to give a quick recap, we went through the history of Agile. We defined what Agile is. We spoke about Agile software development and we got introduced to the Agile framework. It's been a great time spending, you know, another couple of minutes with you. I hope you had a great time like I did. I hope you definitely expanded your knowledge and now you know better and feel better about this new career path that you're about to take. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at your agile coach, or feel free to send me an email at info at unpuzzledinc.com. I'll drop that in the description of this episode. I am always available to answer any of your questions and I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share with your friends and don't forget to spread the gospel about this podcast. This is your way of telling me thank you, right? I provide you great value on a weekly basis. It takes a lot of time to come up with this episode and in Just to tell me thank you, please make sure that you share with your friends, you share on your social media platforms and tell them, hey guys, have you guys heard about the Exceptional Scrum Master podcast? It is amazing. Check it out. Give us a review. Give us five stars. You know, just spread the word because the more you 
refer and share the word, the more people get to know. And the more we rank in the podcast, um, whatever it is, <laughs> be it Apple or Spotify or Google. So please help us out. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to catch you next time. Bye for now. Thank you.